The Red Business Podcast with Jonathan Healy and McCarthy Insurance Group. Putting business in Cork first. MIG.ie Well, it's been a very difficult few weeks for those involved in the travel sector because of the uncertainty that COVID-19 has brought about. And for international travel in particular, that uncertainty looks set to trundle on. What implications could that have for one of the most important facilities we have in Cork, which is Cork Airport? Kevin Cullinan uh, is with us now from Cork Airport. Kevin, how are you? I'm good, Jonathan. I mean, I, I, I live under the flight path. I love watching planes fly overhead. We're down to one or two flights a day. It's been grim, I would imagine, up there. And, and you have been effectively a rescue boat for people coming home rather than the tourist hub you want to be. It's been a very surreal three months. I don't think any of us have ever experienced anything like it. Uh, there have been other seismic shocks to aviation and travel in the past that we've seen through 9-11. SARS, oil crisis, recessions, but nothing where you virtually saw the complete global grounding of aircraft for several weeks. And obviously, we tried to stay open and we were open, um, but for very few flights, as you say, one or two a day. And during the height of the, the crisis, you know, maybe six or seven passengers on any one of those flights, mainly people repatriating to Ireland. Uh, to come home to be with with family uh, or to heed Ireland's call to join the front line on the health service. Uh, And sadly, in latter weeks, we're seeing more Irish people heading over to the UK to attend funerals of lost ones over there. So it's virtually grounded aviation and tourism uh, for three months. And it's only now we're starting to see a glimmer of light uh, at the end of a very long tunnel. And the tunnel is long. We know that. Um we don't have certainty, Kevin. I know my own holiday flight uh, that I was waiting to see what was going to happen with, I wasn't going on it, but I wanted to see what happened with it. That was cancelled this week. So, I mean, we're not looking at a normal July and August by any stretch, but will there be some increase in movements, do you think, and some some further uh, people passing through on flights, either for business reasons or for family reasons, uh, and, and quite possibly for leisure? Well, I think what we've seen over the last number of weeks is that throughout Europe, the whole industry was gearing up to July 1st as a date, a kind of a starting from ground zero, where we could start to reboot travel and tourism once again, while measuring, obviously, um, the health risk versus um, trying to get our economies moving again. So we are starting to see airlines confident again of restarting or in some cases relaunching routes that were postponed during the pandemic but it's going to be a very gradual recovery so if you take cork airport you know you're going to start to see ryanair have announced they will start to ramp up operations on 23 of their destinations air france are back on their paris service klm have announced a new date for the the launch of their new klm Amsterdam service, which should have started back in March, and that's now going to transpire on the 3rd uh, of August. So it's a gradual ramping up of operations. But at the moment, Ireland is an outlier in Europe because while the rest of Europe is starting to reopen national borders to air travel again, the government advice at the moment is still that we should all stay at home, avoid any unnecessary journeys, and we should certainly avoid uh, foreign travel for now. And if you do travel for an essential reason, when you come back, you're mandated to self-isolate for 14 days. So that's a huge impediment 
even if people could travel. And we're getting daily inquiries from employers and multinationals saying, look, we have a, a VP uh, of development coming in. He's only going to be here for two days. Does he need to self-isolate when he gets here? And all we can do at the moment is direct people to the government advice on the government websites and saying, well, actually, the government advice at the moment is everyone coming back into the state must self-isolate and quarantine for 14 days, regardless of how long they're going to be here. Um, so it's it's a very confusing and mixed message at the moment. And I think what the whole industry is craving for at the moment is clarity. But we don't know whether that clarity is going to come because the enemy here isn't government, it isn't airlines, it isn't uh, passengers. The enemy is the virus and the virus doesn't give a hoot. Uh, as to whether or not people go on their holidays or have their business trips. That frustration, Kevin, are you are you seeing that? I suppose you're not seeing uh, like we would have seen during the volcanic ash cloud, you know, people who travelled to the airport who were frustrated at their flight not going ahead. But are you getting a sense of frustration from people out there? You know, flights haven't been taking place. People paid their money. They couldn't go. The airlines aren't giving them their money back or giving them the clarity they're looking for. Do you, do you acknowledge and understand that frustration? Oh, we can sense that frustration because, you know, throughout this, we're still working every day, responding to emails and, and tweets and, and messages that are coming in across a variety of social media outlets that we're on. So we're, we're picking that up. And it's not necessarily directed at us because people understand, you know, this is, to use that hackneyed phrase, it, it's unprecedented. Um, so we are, we are very cognizant of that frustration. Uh, but then you see that we had the outgoing government come out on the plinths last week, five or six days ago, saying, look, on the 9th of July, we're going to announce a list of green countries where it will be safe to travel to and from, that they're at the same level of suppressing the, the COVID-19 virus at this stage. And you won't need to self-isolate for 14 days. But obviously, in the intervening period, we'd have, we've had just had a change of government. Uh, and while that's all been happening, we have our chief medical officer saying, no, 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 everyone should stay at home, have a staycation. There should be no foreign travel uh, this year. So there's a lot of mixed messages around at the moment. Um, and we're obviously trying to get some clarity on that. So we have a new minister for, for health. We have a new Taoiseach. So I think that that baton has now been passed to, to those to, to figure out, well, where is the clarity going? Because we can't remain uh, an enclave at the Western periphery of Europe when the rest of Europe is starting to reboot, understanding and very cognizant of the fact that we need to re rebalance our economies, but also balance the risk versus the, the public health concerns that are still out there with COVID-19 uh, still, still present in our communities. I mean, the airport is still open. Flights uh, are still taking off, albeit little planes uh, rather than big planes. It must be a very eerie place up there, Kevin, for somewhere that should be really busy right now. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love nothing more than to be standing at the queue for security at six o'clock getting on board a holiday flight, but that's not going to happen. What, what's it like in the terminal? To our credit, we remained open um, throughout the pandemic, but all that was moving essentially were, were search and rescue flights, uh, helicopters going to the offshore uh, natural gas rigs off, off the old Hedekin sale. Um, some medical evacuation flights where, where patients had to be shifted either to Dublin or to the UK. Um, so it was a very eerie, surreal feeling uh, over three months. Um, you know, it was a bit like somebody, one of my colleagues described it as a bit like entering the, the bowl of the Mary Celeste. Uh, you know, the lights were on, but there was literally nobody there. There was nobody behind a check-in desk. All the food and beverage outlets have closed Bank of Ireland closed the branch during the pandemic, and that's not going to reopen soon. So even 
even today with, you know, four flights uh, in and out, um, there's literally only one outlet has reopened today for, for coffee and departures. The the Loop, the, the Judy V shop only reopened today after three months. So it is it is business, but not as normal. It, the lights are on, flights are moving, the runway has been operational throughout this. Um, but on days in June, July, June, July, August, when we'd expect to be seeing over 10,000 people coming in and out, uh, on flights you know we've had on some days you know less than 20 uh, and only now is it ramping up into figures you know of three digits um, so it's it's a very different feeling and in the middle of all of this obviously we've taken a whole plethora of um, safety and, and and hygiene factors on board so it even looks different now it's a sea of yellow and black covid branded signage and plexiglass and social distancing decals mm. uh, which again that all adds to this surreal feeling so while the same friendly faces will be there when you return the airport is going to look and feel somewhat different to what what you imagined it was um, prior to all of this kevin i'm going to finish with a question that you're probably being asked 50 times a day from friends and family uh, and people you meet on the street who recognize you as the man from the airport my flight's been cancelled I can't get my money back. I can't get a voucher. I can't get anything that I want. What should I do? What should people do? I think all people can do at the moment is is take a bit of self-responsibility and decide well, what's best for me at this time. Um, people have an economic decision to make. You know, people have laid out a lot of cash on holidays and on flights. Uh, they need to check whether or not they're going to get some or any or all or none of that back. And that's a personal decision all of us have faced, you know, that have had holidays booked. In so many cases, we've got the accommodation back, um, but we haven't got the flights because the airline is still determined to, to fly on those dates, though we may decide actually we're not going to take that that risk for ourselves or our families. So it is going to come down to a personal decision. Um, there's confusion even over travel insurance as to whether, whether it is covered or not. Um, but if, if the airline operates the flight uh, and you don't show up, on, unfortunately, um, then there's very little chance of getting a refund from the airline. Mm. Though in fairness, a lot of them are off- offering the opportunity uh, to change your dates or take a travel voucher and you can decide, well, okay, at some future stage in the next 12 months, hopefully I might go to that destination again. Um, so there's a lot, a lot of personal financial decisions to be weighed up against the risk of traveling, where might I be traveling to uh, and what might I encounter if I do go out there and who might be there and um, am I putting myself and my family at a, at a greater risk? So there are personal decisions we're all having to make at the moment. Um, but look, I think we also need to look at what's happening across Europe and there, there are other destinations, countries and cities that are at a similar level of suppressing the virus at this stage as we've done safely here Anecdotally, when we hear that, you know, there's been no reported cases of COVID in Cork for the last two weeks, you have to think, well, if I'm safe in Cork, is there another similar safe destination I would be happy and comfortable traveling to, provided I take the same precautions I take when I leave my own home at the moment to go down to my local supermarket? Well, yeah. And again, that that is a question. What happens if you did bring it back? And there's a whole different thought process that people go down. Kevin, I, just to finish up on this, and I know it's I, I hate to finish on a negative, but how good a year was this going to be for Cork Airport before COVID? It was probably going to be one of the best you've had since the crash. 
we'd, we'd come into the start of this year on a crest of a very good wave. I mean, we were four strong years of, of passenger growth. We had a very good January and February, which are the two quietest months for air travel, but we were seeing growth of 8%. At the end of February, we thought, you know, this year we'll be back at 2.8 million passengers, which is the same figure we would have been at at the height of the boom uh, on international destinations served out of Cork. And then obviously we know what happened from St. Patrick's Day onwards. So this year, you know, our passenger numbers are going to be 700, 800,000 passengers. That's 2 million shy of where we thought we might have been at the end of this year. And it's certainly going to take us three, four, possibly even five years to get back to the lofty heights of two point something million passengers through Cork again. But I think, you know, we are seeing there is an economic shock, um, not just to Ireland, but to, to Europe and indeed the world after this after this unfortunate pandemic. Um, but we'll dust ourselves down and we'll rebuild our business again. We'll right size it uh, and hopefully we can get people flying again, not just for that, the holiday that they want to get. They deserve every summer, but also as a vital economic uh, enabler for the region in terms of foreign direct investment, inbound tourism and connecting uh, Cork with the rest of the world. Kevin Cullinan, Head of Communications at Cork Airport, we wish you and your colleagues the very best of luck. What an, a difficult situation you find yourselves in. You're not alone. This is, a uni- this is a universal problem, but you're feeling it particularly acutely up at the airport. Kevin, thanks for joining us on Red Business. Always a pleasure, Jonathan. Red Business with McCarthy Insurance Group. Putting business in Cork first. MIG.ie.